You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 48 for May 14th, 2015. This week we talk about school dances, sports we played, famous people we've met, rice, sleepovers, and what it would be like if I ran a nightclub? Ooh, Ooh. what? <laughs> so stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, hey, Sam. Oh, oh, hi. You sound a little <laughs> bit closer. You sound... Do I? You sound a few thousand just, miles closer to me than you usually oh, do. Oh, I thought you meant closer. I was going to say, oh, I'm just projecting my voice a little bit better. But yeah, we no, are closer. <laughs> no, I, I, that was... A, I would, no, of course not. I, I was talking about a metaphorical closer because Joe is finally in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm actually... I'm the still, Windy City. The Big Apple. No. The City of Dreams. Mm. The City of Lights. I don't know what this city's called. <laughs> uh, isn't it the... Does uh, it have a nickname? The Emerald City. That's what it is. Oh, oh my God. I'm like Dorothy. You are like... Did you just say Dorothy? Yeah, that's her name. Dorothy. It's, isn't it Dorothy? Dorothy? Yeah. No, there's another O. Um, okay, well, we just found... Okay, should we trust the one who doesn't know how to read or the one who has, like, eight copies of The Wizard of Oz? Um, but, like, seven of those copies are in languages you don't understand. No, that's Alice in Wonderland. God damn it. I just collect Wizard of Oz copies that have different illustrations. <laughs> I feel like that internally you're, like, an 85-year-old, like, widowed, like, grandmother. <laughs> With all the fucking knickknacks and shit that you... I just, I can't even... I would have loved to, um, like, major in children's literature. Oh, my God. Okay, well, like, now I'm just imagining you, like, writing a children's book. But that's that's totally different than majoring in children's literature. They did have a... There were several classes at my college that were, like, writing children's books Mm. in the creative writing program, but I never took them. Well, I would just assume that it would be like, here's why you're going to die, a children's book by Joseph Birdsong. (laughs) What was the children's book that you were writing in your Sims game? Oh, it was something like You Will Die Someday or something. (laughs) So I guess I'm really not that far off. No, that's what I That's where I'm getting at. There's all those like uh, kids books these days that are meant they're written like they're kids' books, but they're actually like adult books. You yeah. see them in like Urban Outfitters and shit. Yeah, like uh, Go the Fuck to Sleep is right. One. Shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm actually slowly getting over this bronchitis. If you guys recall last podcast, which we literally recorded like a week ago, I still have this shit. It's still in me. But um, unfortunately, it is finally passing, so I won't be able to give it to Joe. I've but, um, exclaimed that before. It's still in me. Mm, or it's passing. Mm. <laughs> it's passing. It's finally passing. <laughs> I was talking about penises. Well, but. I was talking about poop. So oh, okay, there's where we're differing in. This well, I mean, we're talking about penises <laughs> and bowel movements. So this podcast is off to a traditional start. As you sound a lot happens. better. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. I sound a little more nasally, a little more gay, less deep. So uh, well, you, I'm, I'm going back to normal. So. You don't feel like you're about to like die every time you talk. Well, that's like, true. Last... <laughs> I, I, I could definitely, because like last week you guys totally heard because I like could only say about four sentences. I, I was mean, trying oh, to, God. I was trying to talk a lot in the last, in last week's. Because, thank and you I for noticed that. it when I looked at the wave form or whatever. I was, I was like, like, wow, I, like I talked, talked a lot. lot. Well, it's but for the best because like, it it, I'm glad it's you talking rather than me coughing <laughs> in the mic for fucking 45 minutes. 
<sighs> but, you know. Anyway, so Joe is officially in the Emerald City. I am not there yet. I'm still in Montana. But by the time this podcast gets posted, I will be in Seattle. We have such a weird, like, recording uploading schedule. I know. We, like, we record, like... <sighs> I don't know. Which even I know. guess is I guess it's probably normal for when for other people who I don't know how often, you know how soon other people record their podcasts. Yeah, that's true. But it's no mainly idea. because that I'm just a bastard with editing and I just like have quote shit I need to do and quote, aka like watching drag race. Well you do have fine well, are you done? Well, I'm done with finals, finals on uh Monday, which because we're recording this on a Sunday. Um so tomorrow uh Happy Mother's Day. Oh yeah, happy Mother's Day. Did uh Brenty get you anything? No, God, no. She's Is she back in, in Arkansas? Arkansas? Oh, oh yeah. thank Jesus. God. She didn't even call you? What a shitty daughter. <laughs> God. I played The Sims, though, with those Brindies. That's all that really matters, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, your true family, your virtual family. Do you do anything for Mother's Day? Um, well, so today I went home for the weekend because um, I just wanted to spend time. My sister is actually moving to another town because she's going to accelerated nursing school because she's brilliant. Um, And so uh, she's living with my parents currently for like the next week or so. And um, she's actually moving up to her new place in her new town when I am going to be in Seattle. So this is the last time I really get to see her until she like hits the books again. And so I hung out with them um, and we kind of celebrated Mother's Day on Saturday um, just because that I had to leave Sunday because I had a bunch of work I needed to do and stuff like this. And I had to clean my fucking house and anything. But we just, my family loves being lazy together. So we just like hung out in our pajamas and like watched TV and like ate pizza. And my mom broke her wrist the other day. And so she really, we just got to do all of her chores for her and like feed her and like treat her like a princess. By the so. other day, you mean like a few weeks ago? Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I, it's it's recent to me because like she was in a temporary cast for so long and she just recently got her like actual oh, cast Jesus. on. Is it pink? It is pink. Of course it's I just, pink. I knew it. I have this psychic connection. You with have your this mother. like this sixth sense, you know? Me and your mother are just like twins. Twins. Like for realsies though. <laughs> she was asking about you because like she knows that um, obviously my family knows about Joe. I'm not keeping Joe a secret. Even though I probably should, because like I mean he's Joe, honestly. Like, fuck. Don't want to talk about him in public. But yeah, she was like, Oh, say hi to Joe when you're in Seattle for me. I miss him. And I'm like, <laughs> Wow, mom, don't be gay. Wow. But anyways. Uh, your parents are fantastic. They're they're weird as fuck. Like, they are weird. But I love them. So, yeah. So, uh, Mother's Day was just fun. We just hung out and got to sign my mom's cast. And we had a, you know, gay old time. But cool. your mom isn't with you in Seattle currently. So, what did no. you do for uh, Mother's Day? So, normally, um, well, Hillary is never able to. To usually be there for Mother's Day in general, she's like, but I'm usually in fucking there. like Chile or something. <laughs> I know she's always either somewhere around the world or just in St. Louis these past couple years. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, yeah, we usually I usually get a card, I mail it to Hillary, and no, what we usually she gets the card and she mails it to me, and so we both signed it and then I give it to Mom on Mother's Day. But this year I had to get the card. I had to. Mail it to her, and she mails it to mom. Okay. But it didn't make it on time or whatever. Ugh. So mom's getting, like, two different cards because Hillary ended up getting a different one. I don't even know the situation. Useless. She needed to stick with the goddamn plan. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. then we usually just get flowers, so dad picked up the flowers for us. And Oh, cute. Yeah, I talked to her on the phone today. She went to go see her mom. Oh. Yeah. So oh, nice. That was fun. Lots yeah. of mothers. I've only talked to my parents like, let's see, I've been here almost a week. I've mm-hmm. only talked to them, I think, once. Okay. Like, on the phone. 
but I text him pictures and stuff. So cute. Send him a couple nudes, you know. I, yeah, I think they're just they're they're appreciating the time I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, are you appreciating the time uh, not being at your parents' place? Oh, I love. Yeah, I love being on my own. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I think you know last summer in San Francisco, I loved it, but you know I did. I didn't really feel like I had my own place. Place exactly. And here, you know, I don't. I'm I'm with an Airbnb family, mm-hmm. but um, I'm I feel a little bit more independent. Nice. With the, the living situation that I'm in. So that's good. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh yeah, I my own little place in their basement like i'm the troll in their basement how fitting honestly speaking of speaking trolls, of trolls oh that have you ever seen the the fremont is that how you say that i think it's fremont fremont the that fremont bridge troll or whatever is that in seattle yeah people keep telling me to go see it um i haven't seen it but i know about it i think i want to i don't know what it looks like it looks very interesting we should um, go we should. I'm and down. there's also this uh have you heard about this haunted coke machine? What? Yeah, okay, so Um uh, well, if it was a Pepsi machine, I'm sure you'd be all over that, um Brittany. I would. <laughs> yes, you know me very well. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> but mean, I, I'm down for a haunted coke machine. What the fuck is about this? Well, you know, immediately when I got in the city, I looked up every single haunted thing. You there bitch, was you would. I know, I just I want to see it all. There's some like really creepy oddity stores I want to go into. One of them is closed until like July. They're um, remodeling. Do they know who you are? I know, right? Uh, Joseph Birdsong, D-list celebrity like come on <laughs> you told the whole internet you were going to be in seattle everyone needs to like get ready for you they have been ready for me well good so far but um the haunted coke machine apparently it's this coke machine that nobody ever it's just like on the side of the road or something nobody ever sees it being refilled it's super old but it always gives you something oh my god but you, you never know what you're going to get from it like you <gasps> oh, so it's wow. a mystery you oh my god soda you're going to get we have to People go. People say soda here, apparently. Really? I don't know. I got reprimanded for saying Coke and not meaning Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think in Seattle, they, because it is, it is like uh, Northwest, but it still is the West. I think they say both soda and pop there. Soda and pop. Yeah, they definitely don't just say Coke. No, they don't just say Coke. Because <laughs> I've gotten a few Cokes and I didn't want Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that that's a thing in the South, and I never, like, because I've never been into the South, like, as far South as I've been as North Carolina or something, and it was, like, for four days. But that is a totally a thing. Like, you say, yeah, can like, I have a Coke? And they're like, what kind of Coke do you want? Mm-hmm. And I, I want a Sprite. Yeah. That doesn't I've make never, any fucking sense to me. It has never occurred to me to, like, specify. <sighs> I guess in, in Philly I got used to it, but yeah, it's been several, it's been, like, five years. Should, no. They should know. They should know they what should you want. Know. God damn it. They should it. know what I want. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think I, I remember reading an article about a haunted Coke machine. I think it's the one that you're talking about. Because like like the there aren't any, any labels that say like what you're going to get. You just like press right. a button. And then it, it can give you like old fashioned things. But like, yeah, I think the, the the feature of it is no one knows who refills it. If someone refills it, so it's like essentially haunted because no one knows anything about it. And there's a um, death museum. Oh my god, I so want to go. 
I don't know, like, so I was going to go today, mm-hmm. like, because I didn't really have anything to do, but I ended up just buying more sheet masks at Daiso and eating pizza. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't just, like, get a blanket <laughs> and just, like, lie down on the floor at Daiso until they closed. Oh, they have some, okay, okay. I'll tell you about the death museum, but then I want to talk about these sheet masks. Okay, I, girl, I know. I, I can I can feel the excitement in your body right now. Um, I can't figure out if the... So the, the main reason the death museum is there, I think it's like the starting point for like their ghost tours Ooh, around okay. town. Um, so I could never find out a price online and I didn't feel like calling them today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it might just be like a little like two room situation. Like I don't think it's a, you know, a large museum. Okay. Crazy stuff, but I would still like to go. Yeah, totally. Um, even if it's just before a ghost tour or something. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God, these sheet masks. So, you got these at Daiso. Right. So, <laughs> the Daiso in San Francisco is it's definitely bigger than both of the Daisos here. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have, they don't have these specific types of sheet masks at that one. Ooh, so it's different. Yeah. They're from a brand called, like, Santia or Santi or I don't even know how to pronounce any of these things. Yeah, whatever. Um, but what's really cool about them is they have eye flaps what? Yeah, so you put them on, and then, like, I think I've only ever used one other one that had eye flops before, and they just really annoyed me. But I've been liking these because um, I've been wearing my circle lenses a lot, so my eyes get really irritated. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> beauty I have to. Beauty I keep hurts. running into Pretty people hurts. on the streets. Uh, so wow. I have to look decent. You do. You have to look good for the fans. <laughs> Jesus. And, um, yeah, so you they're optional though. Like you can fold them over your eyes. Oh my god! And then you just are like dead to the world for half an hour. Oh, it's amazing. What a feature! They should include those in all goddamn sheet masks. They're great. My favorite ones are the so they have different kinds. Mm-hmm. My favorite are the royal jelly. Ooh. Yes. What? Just a little tipsy for just, anybody. Just a little tipsy in the area. Uh, well, mm, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I just, I can't wait until I'm hanging out with you because if you do get stopped, uh, people are going to be like, oh my God, Joseph Birdsong. And then they're going to look at me and it's like, is that your like butler <laughs> or like your assistant? Like, I don't want to like touch him. You're like my assistant slash manager. Uh, yes, I am. I'm I'm a momager, as Chris, <laughs> Chris Jenner would say. Please wear a wig. Oh my God. <gasps> we could go wig shopping. Oh my God, we could. Okay, well, oh, here's the thing. I have a confession to make. I've never been to a Daiso. So we need to go to a Daiso, and then we need to go wig shopping, and then we need to go to the fucking death museum. Oh, wearing our wigs? Um, uh, duh. <laughs> it's not like that we're going to go to a wig, a wig shop and not buy a fucking wig. Like, <laughs> of, like duh. I'm going to buy the cheapest, rattiest, you know, shake-and-go wig there. There was this really cute um, toy store. I think it was called Magic Mouse Toys. Ooh. I don't know. But... It had, like, all these old-timey toys. I bet they have some really cute, cheapo wigs there. Oh, my God. Ugh. I can't wait. They had wait. some cheap Hello Kitty charms in there, but I didn't Ooh, get girl. Them. That is right up your fucking alley. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I just, I'm just, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And also, for all of the, um, y'all listening, Joe and I are going to finally do a podcast in the flesh. So yes, we are going to be recording it together next week. Same microphone, even. Yeah, same mic. I'm bringing my mic over, and then mm-hmm. Joe and I are just going to kiki around a table for about an hour and just talk shit. 
going to be great. We're going to have to actually look at each other. Like, it's going to be really, it's oh going to be God. something. That would be weird to, like, actually, you can see how much I don't laugh at your jokes. Exactly. And, and like, I can just, like, see all the I eye can't rolls. hide it. Yeah, you can't hide it. You absolutely can't hide it. <laughs> you can see, like, how, like, all, because I am barely Italian, as we found out. And but I still do talk with my hands because I am, you know, a homosexual. Do you talk with your hands during this podcast? Sometimes, yeah, I do. Oh my god, that's legit, it's just the way that I am. I'm sorry. You can cough directly on me. Oh my god, oh, oh. fantastic. <gasps> oh wow. I'm going to be wearing my mouth, what, whatever. You're going to be muffle. wearing that suit from Alien Isolation. <gasps> oh. I'm so excited to see that we're going to go to the um, EMP museum. Yes, we are. While you're here together. And the alien is there. And I'm going to bring my camera and I'm going to take, we're going to have a photo session with Joe and I'm the alien. I'm so excited to see that. Uh, I we're going to get on a ferry. Yeah, two ferries on a ferry. It's going to be great. Two ferries on a ferry. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, just wait until like. We say we're going to do all these things and we just like sit around for seven days and just like <laughs> on our computers doing nothing. Like I'm on like a are. mission. Like, I know you whatever, are. Yeah, I've been I have been trucking it the entire time I've been here. Keep on trucking, bitch. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes me feel good to like get out and walk. Too. See, that's the thing that I realize when I when I go on a, like a vacation somewhere, especially to a city that's more of a walking city, is even though that I am basically like a lazy piece of shit when I'm like here at home. I really, like, get in the mood and, like, really like to do things. And it makes me really happy. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's just, like, it's a combination of being in a new place and being, like, around things that aren't familiar. And also, like, the exercise, I guess it can, you know, make you happy. I still believe that. Yeah, I think, like, movement is supposed to do that. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I I don't move enough. Like, I think it's all lies. It's all hogwash. Whatever. Mm. But, yeah, so uh, we're going to hopefully do some shit. It's going to be hilarious. But. I couldn't find the um so I went to Pike Place market. Oh yeah. Um yeah. I I like Pike Place. I mean it's totes the touristy place to go, but like mm-hmm. if you have a bed you totally have to go. Oh yeah, I did it. I did that day 1. Day mm-hmm. 1 I wanted to get like some of the bigger touristy things out of the way. Yeah. Like things that people were like, "Oh, you have to go do this if you're in Seattle." Mm-hmm. Um but I never saw the gum wall. Oh, you never saw the gum wall? No, I it, I can I can it. show you. It's over like in an alleyway. Oh, um, it's not like on display. It's like I I think I'll be able to find it. I'll show it to you and then you can I can just stick you to it and leave you there. I ate some apples, though. Ooh, how were those? Did they were they poisonous? No, I wish. But uh, I ate them because a really cute guy gave them to me. I mean, he was you, like, do you want to chase these apples? And I was like, yeah, I want to chase these apples. Ooh, ooh, girl, what apples are we talking about? Mm. I don't even know. They were. I don't know what kind they were, but they were very delicious. I don't mean, they grow apples up here? I mean, can't you grow apples pretty much anywhere? I don't know. I think isn't the Northwest like a part of the country where this is a really interesting podcast? By here the way. we go. Yep. But um, <laughs> it's, isn't like the Northwest like where there's a lot of apple picking and stuff? Maybe you're right. I, I think am, you I'm can, not like, an work apple on expert. Apple farms. Oh yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. Except I'd have to like actually work. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. So um, it's so funny because you were always such a stickler for marketing. Like if there's a cute guy selling you an apple, buy. God, you're going to fucking buy that apple. Yeah, some other guy offered me, like, it had to be, like, some sort of seafood. And I was just like, no, I'm not. And so, was he cute, though? No, he wasn't. So See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, 
point made. <laughs> Not that I'm shallow, but <sighs> I mean, I will only take food if you're cute. Yep, from you. So I'm gonna be not giving Joe any food. <laughs> I mean, I'll be trying, but he just won't. It'll be great. Oh God! When you wait, have you been here since you've been 21? No, I haven't. Last time I was there, I was like six months away of turning 21. Okay. So I haven't had the the. I've never. I never tasted alcohol ever when I was in Seattle. <laughs> obviously, right? I'm a good Christian girl. What are you of talking course. about? But yeah, so this is my first we'll time being in Seattle out. and with being drinking age, mm-hmm. I can, you know, have my wine coolers, have my Mike's Hard Lemonades. You oh, know. my God. Imagine if, you, if I did. I just imagine us going to a bar and you actually ordering a Mike's Hard Lemonade. See, I'm not one to talk, though, because at every single bar I go to, like if it's a club at night, I will always get a Bud Light. You cheap bitch. It's $3. <laughs> like I mean, it's, it's just un- understandable. The, a one will get me drunk. That's how like a, much of a lightweight I am. It doesn't take much for you. And I just know I can have a good time for $3 and not mm-hmm. feel bad. I'm like, I am really into gin and tonics recently. I think I've mentioned this before, but like mm-hmm. it is my go-to currently. Rum and Cokes were before. Jack and Cokes were before. But G&T's, man, with like a little lime. Oh, girl. Mm, I love it. My go-to drink when I turned 21 was cranberry juice and vodka. Oh, yeah, that is good. Mm-hmm. But mm. then it's just like vodka ruins your stomach. That is that is so true, though. I don't have and vodka very couldn't. often. Mm-mm. It's just like... It's like drinking, um, rubbing alcohol. It is. It is like pure acid. Ugh. Well, but it it's, was good. it's good for throwing you know. in people's faces. Yeah. It's when really I was like a strong, healthy 21-year-old, it was fine. <laughs> oh, don't kid yourself. You weren't strong or healthy when you were 21. No. Oh, my God. So I, I totally notice it now because, um, okay, so I went out on Thursday night with a group Guys, of- Joe went out. I went out. I, I went, you went, went out, out with party. friends? He made friends? See, like, I, I don't know who friends. the fuck. I don't know who the fuck I'm doing this podcast with. I know. Who are um, you? Anyways, continue. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, I went out with uh, this one guy who just, he was a viewer. He just started talking to me on the street. And this other guy uh, from Twitter. um, And they're both of their groups of friends. And um, I think the oldest any of them was, were, Mm -hmm. were, whatever the word I'm looking for. Whatever. I think they were 24 and under, like 24 to 22-ish. Okay. And so I'm 27, mm. but I can already I can tell like a really big difference. Really, like, I was done by. See if I'm if I'm not like consistently drinking and then like consistently feeling drunk, I'm done by like 12:30. I mean, yeah, I feel that. When like I remember being 21 and not not coming home like at all. <laughs> <laughs> you were a fucking and, party animal. Yeah, and nowadays I'm just like, I just want to be in bed. I want to watch something on Netflix. I feel you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Well, maybe we'll go out. We'll have a couple drinks. Yeah. I'll throw you in the river. It'll be great. Do you, um, have you gone out, like, dancing since you've been 21? Um, well, I haven't actually. Well, I mean, I may or may not have gone to clubs when I was in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, may or may not have allegedly snuck into some clubs in Boston. <laughs> but no, like we, I live in Missoula, Montana. Like there aren't any, like I've gone like bar crawling, but there aren't any like dance clubs or like clubs like that really here. 
because gay people don't exist, obviously. Right. So I, so I haven't been able to go out dancing um, being 21. But I'd love to. I'd love to. Oh, my God. I could slow dance with you. It could be all romantic. Oh. No slow oh my dancing. God. <laughs> that doesn't happen. We can slow dance to Lotus by Christina Aguilera. This is not a high school dance ravioli. Oh, my God. We can we can totally reenact, like, the Mean Girls, like, they're not gonna turn on. Scene. They're not going to turn on Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. You and nobody's going to be, like, slow dancing, awkwardly swaying back and forth. Oh, my God. I hope they play Kylie Minogue and I, like, throw up on the dance floor <laughs> i want you at this point in your life to like own a club oh, and just God. see what it would be <laughs> it would be a fun like it would be like it would be it would be either like j-pop always or like really sad like slow jazz and like people very confused with like dead baby heads on the walls like it would just be <laughs> It would be just a wreck. That's what it would oh be like. Oh, my God. Ugh. I need to start a club. I'll start the first dance club in Missoula. Just you did, wait, and no one will show up. It'll be awesome. Did you go to a lot of high school dances and stuff? Um, I'm try- Yeah, I did. I went to a lot of middle school dances with my mm. hot girlfriend, LOL. Mm, your beard? My beard, yeah. my. Be- <laughs> I mean, like, is it really a beard when, like, you are, like, yeah. 12? I mean, I guess it is, yeah. I mean... I didn't even know what being gay was, I guess. Oh, yeah. I definitely knew. Yeah, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't, then... I mean, I knew I liked boys, but, like, I don't know. It was a very confusing time. It was it was just a phase. I dated a girl. It was just a phase, you guys. I uh, think I I dated a girl in middle school, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so, so I, I went to a lot of middle school dances and I did go to a few high school dances, but like I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to prom in high school. I, I went, didn't either. I went to like an anti-prom party with some friends and it was actually super fun. But yeah, I wasn't really like, I think a big reason why is because like I just wasn't into like the high school cliques and I didn't drink in high school. And so like all my friends drank and I just kind of like wasn't, I was, you know, very I mean, I'm introverted in general, but, like, I was kind of concentrating on getting into Berkeley and being, you know, like, very sedentary and making music and stuff, which is totally mm-hmm. fine. But um, I did – I the few dances that I did go to in high school were interesting. They were definitely very high school dance-y. But did you go to any high school dances? I mean, you did said you didn't go to prom, right? I didn't go to prom. I went to all of the – Parties after prom. Of course. Um, I think that is the... So I didn't drink in high school up until my... Probably my last, like, three months in high school. Oh, okay. I started I hanging out with some... The bad crowd. Pill poppers sorts of people. Ooh, um, girl, just your crowd. No. <laughs> I never did any of the of the pills. Mm, but, oh, you uh, missed out. But they definitely... Had some influence. They were, I love them. I still talk to them to this day. They, you know, we all grew out of it. We were just kids. Crazy kids. Uh-huh. But, That's um, awesome. I think the night of prom was the drunkest I've ever been, like, in my life. Really? Because I didn't really know. Since I just started drugs. drinking. Right, I didn't. And I was t- drinking everything people gave me because they knew that, um, I didn't have any experience. And they were like, oh, drink this. Just drink this. Yeah, it'll just get you fucked up. And I was, I just remember having to be like carried around at one point. I mean, I I would, you know, it wouldn't take much to carry you around. 
Um, and then I, did you guys ever have Sadie Hawkins dances? I think we had a couple. Where the girls ask the guys and it's like a hoedown. Yes. I mean, I guess I live in Montana, so basically every dance is a hoedown, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we did have Sadie Hawkins dances a couple times. I remember I went to one in middle school and I think I ended up crying. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the fuck happened? And then I didn't go to any more dances for the rest of my life. Oh, except junior, junior prom. I went to junior prom. What the, what traumatized you? I don't know. I don't know what was going on that I just, some, I don't know what upset me is. You broke you broke down and apparently I you blocked whatever the fuck that memory was. It has been like completely blocked from my mind. It's whatever erased. happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably for the best. It is totally for the best. We'll keep it that way. I think I was probably just like a just I would think I went with the group of friends and I was probably feeling left out or something because uh, I just okay. didn't really fit in with them. I don't remember. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was something along those lines. Oh, I remember one. It was middle school. I was like in seventh grade or something. And what's actually really ironic is that my girlfriend at the time um, in middle school in like seventh grade, I'm actually a quote bridesmaid for her because she's getting married at the end of the month. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Um, (laughs) She was such a sweetheart. But I was like so nervous the entire dance because like I wanted to like kiss her because I never kissed anyone before, obviously. (laughs) And so like I was going to like kiss her at the end of the dance and... I like, I finally mustered up the courage and I was like, okay, this is going to happen. So I like, I pulled her towards me and she leaned to the right. And so it (gasps) became a hug. Oh my God. And I was so fucking embarrassed, but like, I couldn't tell if she like did it like on purpose. Or I think she probably knew, right? Yeah. And so (laughs) she probably did. Like who the fuck would want to kiss this piece of shit, especially in seventh grade? Like, ooh, girl. No, I mean, like you generally know when someone's about to try to kiss you. Don't you? Oh yeah, they get the flop sweats. Especially like, I'm just imagining like someone trying to kiss someone in seventh grade. I'm sure I'm like sweaty and like red and like really gross. At like every other seventh grader, like whatever. I've seen pictures of you when you were like a fetus. I mean, it was literally like last year. <laughs> let's be honest. I'm like still going through puberty, you guys. I remember like your junior high haircut. Oh my god! And stuff. My like bowl cut. <laughs> So good. What's awful is that you like. Everyone knows that you fucking commissioned me when I was like 15. No, you were not 15. I, I swear, every time we talk about this, your age gets younger and younger. And I'm like, no, no, no. Joseph supports child slave labor. No. It's official. Um, no. No. I so mean, you were, I was 22. 22. So you were six years younger than me. Which is 16? Yeah. Yes. That's we're not as bad. 16. No, we're not saying 15. <laughs> <laughs> The age of consent for working for someone on an album. I don't know. Anyways, I think everyone... Oh, God. Middle school is just a shitty... But, like, did did you enjoy middle school? I liked middle school. I... Let me see. No, wait. I can't remember if you liked middle school or not. In middle school, I hung out with the popular kids. Like, I was... But I just... In junior high, junior high started in eighth grade for us. Eighth and ninth grade was junior high, and then 10th, 11th, and 12th was high school. Oh, okay. Um, in junior high, I stopped hanging out with the popular kids. Um, you know, I was still friendly with them. Mm-hmm. But 
I started hanging out with like the band kids because I was in band. Oh yeah. Um, and I think I remember really enjoying junior high. Um, okay. And then high school, I just did not like at all, like uh, ever. Well, middle school, I remember being decent. I played basketball. You? Mm-hmm. Basketball? <laughs> I didn't even play sports. Like, God. I, but I guess like mm. you, yeah, you, if you played basketball, but like then you played uh, tennis in high school. I think I was tennis. I just I genuinely enjoyed. Like yeah. I loved playing tennis. I think when I played basketball, I was just trying to fit in. Mm, I feel like a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Or like their parents is like, you should be playing a sport. And my parents didn't care at all. Well, that's good. <laughs> they probably would have preferred I didn't play a sport, honestly. I mean, I don't know. I'm just imagining like a basketball player picking you up and like snapping you in half like a twig. No, I remember having to do shirts and skins and I hated doing being on skins. Ugh. Well. It was just so awkward. Cause I running around. I just remember what people, you know, because I was always really skinny and I just remember what people would say to me. Oh, that's awful. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> gross. Let's not let's not go back to the memory. Let's so bring it back to you... the trash that we're talking oh, about now. And then I, I ran track for that one day. I did track. Not Wait. I did track longer than one day. Mm. So uh, I made What years did you do it? Um I think it was seventh and eighth grade I did track. Were you like on the team and stuff? Mm-hmm. What did you run? I didn't run. That's the thing. Oh. I, I did um, <laughs> discus, shot put, and long jump. Oh. So the three things that didn't involve running, I did. Long jump, you got to run a little bit, right? Well, yeah, but it's like for about mm, three seconds. Right, right. You know, and I, I was probably exhausted by the end of that anyway. But so. Why did you quit? Um, I think it's just because that I graduated um, eighth grade and I just like didn't want to do track in high school. Yeah. I don't know. I finally realized, like, oh, wow, I don't like using energy. I should just sit in a chair all day like an asshole. But. That happens. Oh, high school and middle school, LOL. So I don't think you've, have you told the this story on the podcast about you being in track for literally one day? I don't remember. Probably at some point, but it's short. I basically, I went to the first day of practice. We were... Doing a relay. I think it was a relay at least. And when it was my turn, so the section of the track that I ran was right by the fence gate. Oh, my God. (laughs) I still can't believe you fucking did this. (laughs) And I just ran out the gate, got in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Drove home. (laughs) Like, what was going in through your mind at that moment? Just like, bye. I was just like, well, I hated every other, every single person on the team. I hated the coach. He was a douche. Um, and I was just like, you know what? Why am I doing this? What is the point? Why, why run if nothing is chasing you? The only thing and chasing so, you is this horrible, horrible experience. <laughs> and so I just uh, ran out the gate. Ran out. Were, were you like the last Didn't person? Didn't anybody. Nope. Like, the last, <laughs> like, where were you in the relay? Like, were you in the middle or? I think I was the. Are there four people who do a relay? Mm-hmm. You each do a quarter of the track. I don't even know how it works because I didn't finish, obviously. But I think you're there still was, running that track. I think there was one more person after me. Um, well, like, don't you usually have like little like like things that you have to hand <laughs> off to people? Yeah, I don't think we were using them at that point. I think we were just like, like tagging, trying someone. out what 
we wanted to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was gauging how good we are at different things. Well, you ran all the way to your car Uh and and you drove all the way home. That story is like iconic, honestly. (laughs) But like in my mind, so like I didn't know it was like the first, like I guess the first day of track is, you know, especially when you're younger is you're you're trying out like what the fuck do you want to do? So you kind of do a little bit of everything. But I imagined you like in, it's like the middle of a relay race. And like everyone's there and everyone's cheering and Joe just like runs out of the gate and just runs home. No, I don't think that would have stopped me if we were at an actual meet or something. I think I literally would not have cared. Yeah, I I know you too well. You'd be like, fuck everything. Oh God, there's just the most horrible people who were on that team and the coach was awful. And I was like, why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? What am I doing with my life? Why am I here? But Incredible. it ended up being good because right after, I think soon after that, I started playing tennis. I really like that. Yeah, that's good. I did play baseball when I was... What? When you were really young? I was really, really young. Oh my God, I should send you my baseball pictures. Did you ever play soccer? Um, I never played soccer. I probably, I would have been pretty good at soccer because I'm good with my legs. And I have long legs too. <laughs> Little lanky ass motherfucker over here. I did soccer when I was probably in third grade. Oh, there you go. How old were you when you did baseball? Um, oh, God, I was really young. I was probably like seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Like super young. And like um, I loved. So like second, third grade. Yeah, second, third grade. And I loved my first year. My coach was super awesome. And then the second year, like we got this coach that would like every time we missed, like we missed. A, and we're literally eight years old, you guys. Every time like we missed like uh, catching a ball or whatever, like we had to do push-ups. Like he he used like physical activity as punishment and like he was super serious about the game. And I remember like a couple instances where like I just like burst into tears because I was so like I was not having it. And my excuse was I had allergies. And so that's why I was crying. And it was actually because that I was fucking upset. And so like and I I wanted to quit so bad and like I couldn't really like I was too embarrassed to explain to my parents that I just like really didn't like the coach and I was like I just wasn't Aww. having any fun. And so then I finally got to quit and um like my mom like was all about me like not being in sports anymore. She was like because I was in piano also. She's probably sick of having to go to the games. Probably. Fuck. I don't know. If I, I had a child. parents. Like, yeah, I oh would my hate God. I would be. I would have to drink throughout the fucking games I every single I. time. Like, there's it's no so way boring. I could deal with that sober. Like, watching grownups play sports is boring enough. But, like, Imagine watching children. Who, like, can't do anything. The worst. It is the worst. So, my sport all throughout, you know, eighth grade was piano. Because I'm a little little girly man, which is amazing. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with it. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. But I was, yeah. I did band. That was it. Yeah, I was also in band. Band was good. I played percussion. So I was a little drummer boy, which is cool. But if you, don't you wish you could, like you were talking about it being too awkward to explain. Yes. You know? Don't you ever wish you could go and relive those years? Like, like you know, I'm I, I'm still an awkward adult, but oh, I'm a same. lot more at least sure of myself in those situations. Like, if there's something I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it. Anymore. Exactly. Like, like I, I don't want to put up with it. Yeah. 
I'm not like trying wish... to prove myself to someone right. in that situation. Don't you wish you could like re relive those years, like knowing what you know now? I feel like, yeah, in some instances, totally. I think I would like that a lot. Something that I actually dealt with when I was a kid is I was a very anxious child. Mm-hmm. And um, like, oh my God, like I had a lot of problems like going over to people's houses and like having sleepovers. I couldn't do it. I had this, I this weird, <laughs> I like couldn't like do any attachment. Like I had a very, it wasn't really attachment to my parents. It was attachment to like my home, but mm-hmm. also it like triggered this like anxious spell and like panic attacks and stuff as a child and like me being like you know an eight or nine year old i had no idea what the fuck was going on i didn't know that it was anxiety like i just thought like what the fuck is wrong with me and i didn't vocalize it enough to my parents and i guess my parents weren't really concerned about it as much as i felt it needed to be a concern and so like they never really looked into it but getting older i realized like oh shit like these are like literal panic attacks and like i had i was a very anxious child so I guess going back, I would be like, okay, I know what this is and I kind of know how to handle these situations and not, you know, be able to have a fucking sleepover when I'm like nine, like a person. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's the sort of situation that I would like to go back and kind of relive is like, oh, I know how to cope with anxiety now. I didn't know what the fuck was going on any time when I was nine. So I don't know. If I was nine, I would invite you over for a sleepover, Joe. I would refuse. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't think I ever got invited to a sleepover. Really? <laughs> I went when I was in high school and I would stay the night with, okay, so, um, you know, everybody in my town was super religious. Oh, yeah. All of my best friends were girls and boys and girls were not allowed to have sleepovers together. What? Like, it just, it was unheard of. Like, it Jesus does not Christ. happen. It was like against the Bible. I don't even know what people's reasonings were. But we were like, hey, what were we going to do with each other? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, Ugh, but yeah, we, since most of my friends were girls, you know, I just, I couldn't go to those sleepovers. But um, in high school, when people would have parties, mm-hmm. um, like when their parents were out of town or something, like my senior year, I would just lie to my parents that I about where I would be or something. Yeah, um, as you do when you're in high school. Right, and I would just sleep. I think I only did that a handful of times, but my parents. That's interesting. Like, when I got older, I was like, did you guys know where I was <laughs> really, really was going? And they were like, yeah, we always knew. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, so I could have just asked. And they were like, yeah, we, we didn't care at that wow. point. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, okay. Well, glad I got all worked up in that moment for nothing. Uh-huh. Oh, my so. God. Yeah, I had, like, sleepovers with my, like, my bro friends. In middle school, I had, like, a really close-knit group of guys that I hung out with. And we would just, like, play Super Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube and, like, watch scary movies and, like, talk about life and, like, have deep conversation. And, like, we did it, like, oh, my God, like, every couple weeks – during like the summer, it was super fun. We, I was so close with those guys, um, but yeah, I I had a lot of sleepovers. I guess. I guess there were a. It was never more than just me and another person. Usually, like yeah. I guess I had a couple of guy friends, and I would go sleep over at one of their houses, but it would just be us two. Mm, okay. But I don't think I ever. There were never like any group sleepovers I went to. Well, you needed to not live in the south. Uh-uh. And you needed, it was so weird. That is a very weird thing. Yeah. 
I like um I don't think my parents cared. Yeah. But it was just like like actually I know my parents didn't care. They probably would have let me go sleep over at anybody's house I wanted to when I was like in third grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was just like this it would have been talked about in town. Like you just didn't That's do that. That's insane to me. It was weird. It's like this unspoken community rule. Right. It was like Boys and girls were totally segregated, like in wow segregation in the South. Wow, (laughs) I know. Who would have (laughs) thought? But like in like every activity in school, boys and girls were never allowed to be together. Like it was so wow, really. Yeah, it just it caused me to be like very anxious a lot of the time because I was never around my friends, and the boys always made fun of me. So. Yeah, that would totally. Yeah, that's like the worst possible situation to be in. Hated it. Hated it. Uh, Ugh, awful. But I think it's, I'm almost positive they still do that in my hometown, like where I grew up. Just I mean, I so wouldn't small. be surprised, really, because yeah. it is kind of a small town. Yeah, but I everywhere else I've ever lived, I just don't think they, they do that. <laughs> no, I, don't, I definitely, like, no, it was definitely not like that here. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it, it got like that more when you were, like, in middle school and high school, because, like, oh, like, you're sexually right. maturing, like, that's obvious. But I, I actually I had a conversation uh, with uh, one of my really good friends um, and sh- I just kind of like had this moment and I was like, do you ever think about like, wow, I'm, I'm getting kind of anxious, like thinking about high school. But then you realize that you never have to go back ever. Hmm. Are you asking me? Well, I mean, I was I was it's a kind oh. of a rhetorical question. And I, I was kind of saying this to her and she was like, yeah, like I get that all the time. I think about high school and I'm just like, oh, God, like all these things happen and, you know, like being awkward in high school. And it's still relatively fresh on your mind, I guess. Yeah, it is. Because like three three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Three years ago. It goes away. Like, yeah. There are times when like I really wish I could get it out of my head. There's there's a lot of the time I'm coming up on my 10 year next year. Wow. Congratulations for staying alive this long. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I won't be going to that fucking reunion. Oh my God. I don't think I'll go to my 10 year either. I literally rather roll off a cliff. Mm, Girl, we can Um, do that together. Suicide pact. I'm ready. (laughs) But like there, I still care what some people from high school think about me to this day. Really? And I wish I could really get past it. But like, that's why I don't post on Facebook a lot. Like, I just, I don't want high school people really knowing what I do with my life. Mm, um, that makes sense, though. Yeah, because even when I do something really cool or something, like, to the people in my town, what was good was staying in that town. Oh. And so, I don't know. It's very, it's very strange and sort of, you know, like, in, in most places people are like oh you're the one who got out of town you yeah and you did something crazy and big and stuff well like in in my hotel it's it's almost like the opposite like you like you're expected to never leave that's horrifying (laughs) it's like a horror movie it's it's exactly it's it's exactly how you said it was um Mm -hmm. here like in it where i grew up it was like everyone wanted to get out not necessarily get out of the state but like either go to like missoula or Bozeman is another is another college town because the place that we grew up wasn't very it, there was a college but it was a privatized Christian college and there there wasn't a lot of like youth activity and just it was boring 
And so the the cool thing to do was like, you know, you get out and you go to college in one of the bigger, you know, towns and then you go out and do things in the world. And then, you know, you hear about people you went to high school with and they're still in that town and you're like, oh, girl, I'm glad I'm not them. But yeah. for you, it's the opposite. That's absolutely terrifying for me. I think it was because people's ideals were to get married very quickly and to start having a family. Oh, really God. Oh. Which is, you know, some people really like that and stop and all. But but so like when you're when I think when some people look at me from that town, they're like, what is he doing with his life? Why is he still running around just to all these places and living not, his life? That's right, what he's doing. Not knowing what he's doing. And why won't he just settle down? And being I'm like, a youth. Jesus. 27. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> thank God out, they don't matter. Uh, living out all the things I didn't get to do when I was in high school. Exactly. Living your dreams, bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I guess we should move on to our next segment, which is our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, what is your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing this week is a movie. Ooh. It's a horror movie, and it's not a East Asian one for once. What? I know. It's Who a movie. are you? Right? 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 <laughs> um, it's called Under the Skin. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yes, I got to watch it because I'm on a Amazon Prime trial. Oh, there you go. And they have it you know, streaming or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. There's probably like three lines of dialogue in the entire movie. What? Like legitimately like maybe a page of dialogue, if even that. Um, But the premise is she's an alien. Ooh. The entire movie you're looking at through sort of like an alien's perspective. Oh, that's interesting. So she's come to Earth and her mission is to lure men into this van that she just she drives it around Scotland just picking up men. Oh wow. And then she takes them back to her place and then like she traps them in this liquid and they get like their insides sucked out of them and processed mm. for whatever alien reason or whatever. Um but then she starts feeling bad. Like she starts becoming a little more human. Oh no. And so it's like it's she has this guy who checks up on her to make sure she's not becoming too human and it's like compromising the mission or, or anything. But of course it ends up happening because there wouldn't be a movie without it. Obviously. Um, and then it's about like how she is sort of dealing with those having some sort of compassion towards humanity or whatever. That is such an interesting concept. Very interesting. It's a lot of, um, you know, I think there's like two ways to get a point across and it's like showing and telling mm-hmm. and it's mostly showing, which is different. Like, right. It's a, it's a lot of interpretation, which is interesting. And it's, it's, it's like an art film, I think. And mm-hmm. so I can see why a large portion of the public probably wouldn't like it. Cause it is really quiet and, mm-hmm. you know, slow. It's not like a blockbuster action. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, that it sounds really super cool. interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. And so you said it was on Amazon Prime? Yes. I think it came out either last year or 2013. I can't remember. Okay. So but it is relatively, relatively new. new. Okay. Right. Nice. And so Scarlett Johansson is in it. Is there any other like big name actors? 
No, actually, some of it's filmed hidden camera style. Like, oh, that's interesting. Most of the people are non-actors. Oh. And she would pick up people in the van. Um, and some of the conversations were, like, real. Interesting. Like, she would actually just be trying to pick up someone. That's... And then they would be, in, if she picked them up, they would be informed that it was a movie. Um, mm. And then, of course, you didn't see that. But then, you know, there would be a little bit of scripted dialogue or something that she needed to say. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they, there's a lot of instances in it where it's just like Scarlett Johansson. Just driving around. people in a van. <laughs> oh, God, I wish I could be one of those people. It'd be hilarious. Just it was very with Scarlett. Very interesting. Well, Toads good. recommend. Toads recommend. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Uh, so, what's your favorite thing this week? Well, Joe, well, I'm glad mm-hmm. you asked because <laughs> I have a rice cooker update for you. Oh, really? So, last week, my favorite thing was a rice cooker that you had just ordered. That I had just ordered and didn't <laughs> have yet. Well, I feel baby, like you have a habit of doing that. <laughs> I do your, with your favorite things. Mm-hmm. Well, I got the rice cooker, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. Really? Yes. Do tell. Okay, so it's tell a. Me everything. Uh, let me let me tell you everything about this rice cooker, you guys. This podcast is pure gold. So, um, it was thirty five dollars. Got it mm-hmm. off of Amazon. Of course, I, I like I said last week, I read a bunch of reviews. Um. And it came with, like, a rice paddle and everything. Like, it is, like, totes fetch. So, basically, what I did is I was like, okay. Because I was not believing that I was going to be able to cook rice. Because you motherfuckers can't even understand how many times I've failed to cook rice. It's like, I don't even want to think about it. And so, I, you know, got it out of the package. And I plugged it in. And it's like, you know, has LEDs and a little fancy and shit and whatever. And so, I followed (coughs) this thing online that kind of gave you a little idea of like, okay, this is how the rice cooker works and this is how it should go. So I dumped my rice in and then I dumped my water in and then I closed the lid and I pressed the button and I just like waited. And mm-hmm. I was just, and I was like, you know what? So you used it is so what I, you're saying. So I used it. You used it. And and I, <laughs> it beeped. And then I, I looked at the rice and it was perfectly cooked. Can you just edit this part of the podcast and just make it no no just make it this (laughs) just i just want the podcast this week to be you explaining this rice cooker yeah because it's i basically just explained it for about you know 45 minutes so that could (laughs) that could it's the placeholder of the podcast it's just sam's rice cooker extravaganza 2015 so the rice was perf so the rice was perf but here's here's the real kicker Okay, so, I'm on the edge of my seat. Are you on the edge of your seat? Uh, metaphorically, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaning back. Good. <laughs> hope you fall over, you piece of shit. <laughs> so, since I, I literally have never used a rice cooker before, because I don't know why, don't ask. And so this rice cooker has a warming feature, which is something that is very typical in rice cooker, in the rice cooker universe. And so I, I got my rice, I ate it, and I... I Close the lid and it turned to warm mode. And I was okay. like, okay, so let, we're going to see if this rice tastes exactly the same in like two hours just being warmed. And what is the ravioli 
verdict. The verdict two hours is later. the rice tasted exactly the same two hours later than it did when it just got finished cooking, which I which I find miraculous. I know I am. I'm literally I cannot. I absolutely cannot. I, I cannot with this rice cooker. And so it has landed a kitchen space in my kitchen. It is there permanently. Prime location. Prime location. Okay. And um, I am just very emotional about this rice cooker. And I just really appreciate you guys listening to me talking about this rice cooker. Um, you know what? What? Here's what I think the audience is going to want from now on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we all, I think I speak for everybody mm-hmm. when I say this. Oh. I want an update every single week. <laughs> Uh, you are absolutely right. That's <laughs> on, what that's what the public wants. On exactly how much rice you cook, how long it's warming for. Oh my god! And what it tastes like after every, that. Every oh, I can do it. Don't. I want you to make a rice journal, <gasps> like a dream journal. Only it's rice. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god. Mm-hmm. I, I can make an app for it. Yeah, you could do that. Or I could. That's something you could do. That is something I could do, you guys. And it just sends out everyone who's downloaded the app, Rice, direct rice updates. Direct rice updates. (laughs) Holy shit, you guys. I hate You really have, though, gotten me interested in getting a... Because I think I told you last week, the only rice cooker I have is a microwave one. Yes. And it cooks it good. It Mm -hmm. cooks it well, I should say. Oh, Um, But, um... It doesn't have a warming feature, of course. It's like a plastic thing. It's like literally a plastic microwave. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not as, it's just, it's a little bit messy. Yeah. As well. It doesn't clean very well. Um, but when I was in Uwajimaya, they had a whole section of rice cookers, and I thought about you. <gasps> oh, wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Sam would be all over these. I'd be spooging all over those fucking rice cookers. So what brand is it again? Oh, I think it, it's a like a Hamilton and Beach. Okay, and like, we're gonna get a sponsorship. We will. You you <laughs> bet your goddamn ass we will. I've talked about rice cookers twice. God damn it. But yeah. And it was only $35. Like I'm not gonna pay anything more. Like that's really good. I know. And it's are. like it's not too big too. I think it makes like seven cups of rice, which is more than enough. Oh, yeah, I can only eat probably like one or two. One or two grains, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one yeah. or two grains. It's a couple grains, you know. You know, I have so my Tic Tac and I have my two grains of rice and I'm just stuffed. Did you ever do those things where people at fairs would write your name on a grain of rice? What the fuck are you talking about? No, what? cereal? Maybe I just didn't go to enough fairs as a child. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's a southern. Well, okay. I think Arkansas is like the rice capital of the America. Okay. Um, and so there's rice everywhere. And uh, at like festivals and stuff, there were these artists who would write your name like under a microscope on a grain of rice and put what? it in a little vial for you and on a necklace. Yeah. I... I don't even know what to say to that. I don't either. I never got it done. I only used to watch it happen because my I'm sure my parents were like, that's a fucking waste of money. I mean, because um, it is a fucking waste of money. <laughs> it's a grain of <laughs> rice, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it never occurred to me that they don't do that everywhere. Hmm. Well, you learn something new every day. Sure do. 
Anyways, we have two voicemails this week. Yes, we uh, do. So the first one is from, I believe, Ellie. It's either Ellie or Allie, but I'm pretty sure it's Ellie. Which one are we listening to first? Uh, Ellie's? Where's she from? Oh, uh, I didn't write that down. I'm the okay. worst at this. And so uh, <laughs> we're going to figure this shit out, but post-editing. So I'm just going to say, here's Ellie, um, and we'll listen to that now. All right. Hi, Sam and Joe. I'm Ellie from Des Moines, and I absolutely love your podcast. I don't have a would you rather, but I wanted to know if you guys had any stories meeting celebrities or just famous people in general, and if they kind of lived up to your expectations. Um, I think it's always really interesting to hear what people are like in real life. So if you have any of those stories, please share. I love your podcast so much. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie. That was very nice. Thank I enjoyed you so this much. one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I guess we could ask you this first, Sam, because, you know, speaking of meeting famous people, we hung out two years ago. You met um, me. I, and um, um, how did that make you feel, me being your role model and idol? Um, uh-huh. Go uh, on. I mean, <laughs> I, did, I did pick up dog shit before, and... I mean, meeting you comparable? is basically, the, yeah, it's comparable. It's about the same. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, let's let's see. Let's see here. I don't think that I've ever, like, met. I, I think I've seen famous people. I guess by famous people, we are, are we talking about, like, actual famous people? Or are we talking about, like, people who think they're famous, like YouTubers? YouTube, not YouTubers. Not YouTubers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we can. Oh, you've probably met. You know, I mean, what, when we were at VidCon, who'd you see that you enjoyed? I don't even remember. I the Laura, entire Laura Vanderboeven. No, that's me again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, maybe I'm your biggest fan. Who knows? Uh, wasn't there that cooking person? Oh yeah. So there's a girl. Um, it's uh, I forgot her YouTube channel. It's like Cooking with Laura. Her name's Laura Vitali, and she has a wonderful cooking channel. And it's hilarious and she's amazing. And she, I met her, I like ran into her during the expo hall and I like hugged her and she's tiny and amazing. But like, I think we're talking about like actual famous people, mm. you know? Um, cause like, I'm sure that you have seen, you know, cause like you did some like fashion interning stuff in New York uh-huh. and stuff like that. I think I met when I was 21 and 20. Tw- this is probably up till just about three years ago. So over the course of probably like two or three years, I think I met all of my role models. Oh, wow. Who are real. I mean, I can't meet Laura Croft. Oh. Um, but um, I did the meet and greet with Robin. Oh, yeah. In Philly. And um, she hated me. She just really fucking hated me. I'm oh, great. Because I was just so spazzy. Oh, I would be too. Her. If I, I met she, Robin, I'd kill myself. She was very sweet to me, but mm-hmm. I know in in her head she was thinking, "Is he going to kill me this? later?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she lived up to my expectations. He was amazing. Oh, good. And then uh, David Sedaris came oh, yeah. to. Uh, he did a reading at a bookstore in Little Rock when oh, I was in, finishing up college in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and. Um, he was a, his plane was about three hours late, and oh, so it, shit. I don't think he got there till like ugh, it was like very late. It was a school night for me. It was like, but it was David Sedaris, so it was worth it. It was worth it. And what I remember 
so well is even though like I'm sure he was exhausted, like mm-hmm. he he looked very very tired, and but he greeted every single person. He t- he spoke to every single person. Wow, like, who was there? Um, and he read from his personal journal, like not wow. even like from his book, and I was just like blown away. By oh. him. Um, incredible. Can't think of anybody. Seems like there was one more, but I don't remember. Obviously, they weren't that important. But me. did you meet Lauren Conrad, though? <laughs> oh, no. But do you remember we were almost in the same place as her? We were almost at, um, oh, my we God, were we were, like, the, in L.A. We were at we, the farmer's market at the Grove, right? Yeah, we were at the Grove. And she, like, Instagrammed a picture of her at, like, that same farmer's market, allegedly. Yes. She was at a farmer's market. So we automatically assumed that she was at ours. It's got to be that one. Because it, it was definitely ours, right, you guys? She's too good to go to another farmer's market. I mean, obviously. Like, she had to go to the one that Joe was at. Uh-huh. So, like, obviously. And so we searched for her, but I never, we never found her. We searched for her for, like, a good 35 minutes. Mm, I would have... <laughs> Freaked out, probably. So uh, you, probably yeah, you probably would have had like a heart attack, and she would have stepped on you, and it would mm-hmm. be great. But I, I don't know. Like I, I would oh. really like to meet Robin, but I, I haven't met her. Justin Bieber's mom. Oh yeah, you did meet Justin Bieber's mom. She, we didn't speak. She was within about six inches from me. You could have licked her. I could have licked her, and also Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. I, I guess Anthony Hopkins. He was, I was touching him. Ooh. We were shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like 90% sure it was him. Probably. So I mean, I, not a lot high. of people look like Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> but they Anthony were Hopkins. speaking. And so, you know, I was just near them as they were speaking. So maybe Justin Bieber's mom was going to feed Justin to Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> No idea. I Let's mean, see, obviously, it didn't, be, it didn't go through well because he's still around. It had to be 2010. So it was before he was kind of crazy. Wow. You are just, you just attract all of the crazies. Eh. Eh. Maybe I rubbed off on him. Maybe. Maybe his mom was like, you know, I saw this kid outside the stadium. You should emulate him. And, see, and that's where it absolute, went wrong. Joe is so iconic in so many different ways. <laughs> like, I made like, an impression upon her. Even though I know Joe, I'm still going to be starstruck when I see him in Seattle. Yeah, everybody. My is. heart's going to flutter. I'm going to toot a little bit. It's going to be great. <laughs> Ooh, no. Ooh, I'm going to get Please really don't. bad gastrointestinal problems. That's probably what Joe's going to do to me. Just seeing Ooh. him is going to make me want to throw up. I'm going to be wearing my, like face mask around you i think i i mean i would recommend it to be mm-hmm. honest what we need to do is we need to get me a cute face mask they have some well okay so they have some at dice but they're like the disposable ones oh yeah i want one that you have that's like cloth cloth yeah yeah they're great for winter like they keep oh, you yeah. so warm oh that's what i really want though Ugh, we'll amazing. find you a cute one Anyway, so Joe is that those are Joe's experience with famous people. I literally haven't like If you could, who would you? Robin. One of me. Robin. Robin, probably so either like Robin, uh Perfume. Perfume. Oh my I don't god. Know how well we would be able to just converse with them. I mean, but. I would like try I would like run around and like scream no G. No G, no G, no G. Um like Girls' Kyle, Generation for me. Girls' Generation, yeah. I would love to meet Girls' Generation. Um, I'm just trying to think. Kylie Minogue, I would like to meet. Really? Yeah, just because I feel like that she's like a really down-to-earth person. 
Who yeah, knows, I could though? see that. Who knows? But yeah, I could see that. Um, and I would really, really, really like to meet Heidi Montag. Oh. Just Why? because just because I know she's crazy <laughs> and I just want to see it with my own eyes. I want to I want to see how I want to see the craziness in her eyes with mine. If we had met Lauren, I bet she could have we could have like taken her phone and got Heidi's number and then prank called her. Uh-huh. Mhm. I want to hang out with um Amanda Knox. She lives in Seattle. Yeah, Joe has mentioned this multiple times I to have. me. <laughs> So what? tell the story about Amanda Knox, because I don't think a lot of people know who Amanda Knox is. I think a lot of people do know who Amanda Knox is. Maybe I'm just um, stupid. I think you may just I, not I know may, world news at all. I, I may just be stupid. <laughs> That's a very, very likely possibility, you guys. Um, no, she's my age. She was uh, in prison in Italy for a while. Casual. Um, totes cash. Mm-hmm. And she... she's from Seattle. I think she still lives here, but I think we could be besties. Wow. I, this is Amanda, if you're listening. Which we know you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because what else would you be doing with your life, honestly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, hit me up. Yeah, HMU, girl. HM, HMU. Mm-hmm. H&M, girl. H&M. H&M. Okay, anyway, so Joe has celebrities I haven't. There you go. That's your fucking answer. Congratulations. Our next voicemail is from Christian, who it sounds super gay, and I love it. Um, And so Christian's from Texas, and so we will play that now. Hey, Queen. So I remember a couple episodes ago, and by couple, I mean like probably 10 to 20, because I've been listening since the very beginning. Um, Joe mentioned some, like, superstition thing where you would get into an elevator and press, like, floor 13, and then... I don't know, say something or do something, and then I would take you to another dimension. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Well, I was wondering if Joe's ever tried it, and I'm going to assume no, or that you figure out how to get back from the other dimension. Um, If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then I guess just ignore this voicemail. But, yeah, just curious. And, all right, I hope you all are having a great day. XOXO. It's Christian from Texas. Thank you, Christian. Thank you so much. Yes, I love this one, too. Yeah, you sound like a hoot, too, Christian. Let's hang out. I know. Are you, if you're in Seattle, you should party with us. Yeah, I know. Like, Texas and Seattle are, like, basically, like, right oh, next yeah, to you're each in other. Texas. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Just, you know, walk over. You'll be fine. Totes. We can kiki, girl. Yes. Um, I I do know exactly what you're talking about. Because, yeah, we, we did talk about this. Um. If you don't know what this is and you're listening, just Google Elevator Game Korea. Yes. And it was, um, I learned about it from, well, a couple of different ways uh, from some horror blogs that I read. But it was also featured in some Korean horror movies that I've watched. Um, and basically what you do is you go in the elevator. You have to hit these buttons in a certain order. Nobody else can be on the elevator with you or get on at any point. And um, at the end of it, you're supposed to be transported to another dimension. Ooh. Um, and there is a, they, the, in the directions, there is a way to get back as well. Um, oh. All, it's very like, there's specific floors you have to go to and someone's supposed to get on at some point, a demon girl or whatever. And, you know, I mean, of course, it's Asian horror. Of course, there's going to be a demon girl. Of course. Um, 
But no, I never got to do it. I was planning on doing it in San Francisco because mm-hmm. they were tall buildings and you need a, a lot Elevator, of floors. Elevator, yeah, with a lot of floors. Um, but I never got to do it. Oh. Um, so I'm hoping to do it in, I would like to do it in Seattle. I, I was actually thinking about it like a couple of days ago. Like Ooh. what building would be good to do it in? It's meant to be, yeah. But it's, it's you know, it's... It's. It sounds time consuming. Well, how do you just walk into a building <laughs> and just you, like nonchalantly like go to the elevator and like go to a bunch of fucking floors? Right. And you know it has to be pretty much done at night because nobody else can get on. Yeah, with you can't you. Have, have anyone interrupt you. Right. Um, oh, that's the tricky part. And so it's like you either have to. It has to be like an abandoned building with an elevator for some reason. Mm. Or you have to go at night. And I don't know how to get into buildings at night. Maybe we'll just break into somewhere. I'm down. I I'm think down. we should try it while you're here. I'm ready. Oh my god, we this, can go shopping and like get really like cute outfits that are like all black so we blend in with the night. Okay. Yeah? Like ninja outfits? Yes, like ninja outfits. Only like it'll be like couture ninja outfits though. Okay. I'm so into it. Um the Space Needle doesn't have, like, floors, does it? It's just... No, I think it's just, just it's a up. thing that goes all the way to the top. Oh, okay. Ugh. Do you do you know, like, off the top of your head what the pattern is? Like, how to get back from this weird dimension? I know that the dimension is supposed to be... You're supposed to be the only person in it. Oh. And if you fuck up and you talk to the girl who is on the elevator, who gets on it, she gets on us at a certain floor with you. If you talk to her... Something bad happens. I don't remember what. But mm-hmm. a lot of the creepiness about it is that some of the rules are really vague. Oh. Like they don't really tell you what's going to happen. Mm. But there are videos of people trying it on YouTube. You know, of, co- of course nothing happens. Of course, you know, it's just a yeah folk, whatever, legend, game, whatever. But um, still. Right. It's still supposed to, you know, it's like, it's like when people say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times. You, you know, just do it because obviously. Because right. you just kind of hope someone's going to kill you. I know, right? Maybe today's the day. Oh. Maybe so. But now I don't remember the specific floors you're supposed to go to. But yeah, it's too complicated. But yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of steps involved. Mm-hmm. Too much energy. Oh, God. Just YouTube a video of someone doing it. We should Ouija board. <gasps> we should. Or tarot or, you know. Or all I of the above. A, or you can get, our, get a psychic reading, too. I haven't gotten a psychic a, reading in a, such a long time. I did one in San Francisco, but it was... It, I did not believe her. She was a joke. Um, but there are $10 readings in Chinatown. Oh, my God, yes. I passed by it and I thought about going in, but then I was like, maybe, maybe me and Sam can go there. We have so much on our plate. So many things to do. Totes. Totes. Oh, my God. Anyways, I can't believe the next time we record this podcast, we'll be together. I know, right? It'll be awful. I smell mm-hmm. awful, so I hope you enjoy that. Oh. Um, anyways, uh, the number's coming up for you guys, so please call us and text us and blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Yeah, totes. And thanks for listening, as per usual. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we love um, y'all. We think there may be an error with our listener count recently. Yeah, we but don't. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. We don't know. SoundCloud's fucking with us, so hopefully mm-hmm. this is getting pushed to you guys. Um, let us know because I know a couple of people tweeted it to us that it, like in the SoundCloud app, like on the phone, um, it's not showing up in people's feeds. So please tweet at us and let us know if something's wonky with the podcast because we're trying to get to the bottom of it and figure out what the fuck the deal is. Mm-hmm. But. 
I submitted a support ticket to SoundCloud, so hopefully we can get this straightened out by next week. But please let us know if you have technical difficulties or if you just want to send us a question. But anyways, I guess we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. So we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Gorge. Gorge. The Gorge. That's in Washington. The Gorge. What's that? It's like a giant music venue. Oh. I'll take you there. I'll leave you there. Never talk to you perform. again. You can. Oh my God. <gasps> you can just do the entire Lizzie McGuire discography. Okay. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would show up. I'm ready. Do it. This is what dreams <laughs> are I didn't know that you were covering uh, it in Cher's voice, but all right. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. You gotta. That's how it works. <laughs>